things I want to continue to talk about because I, I feel that 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 God's word in that area, love and forgiveness and faith, is 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 is, is, is really life learning lesson that we live and see every single day of our lives. And our children need to be stronger there. Amen. Any anything else before we leave this morning? Yes, sir, little man. say I would say this young man that that God doesn't want you to be afraid of a thing and the thing about it is we're going to continue to pray we're going to continue to study God's word where where the Holy Spirit will give you all righteousness and and take any fear that you have he'll take that away from you amen let us pray dear God we just thank you Lord for for your grace and your mercy we thank you for these little children Lord they have they have many questions and thoughts, Lord, that we, and we need to be able to sit down and listen to them. And, Lord, give us the strength and the guidance and the wisdom to, to guide them correctly, Lord, because we know that you are God of, of all things, that, Lord, that, that you know everything. And, Lord, that you truly love us and you want us to truly be closer and closer to you, that we can su- truly seek your will and, and do the things you call us all to do. Lord, we just say thank you, Lord. God we bless your holy name and lift you up on this day. And, Lord, we pray for the service about, we're about to enter into, Lord, that we glorify you, that we give you all the honor and the glory and the praise. We can't praise you enough, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. God bless you.
Test one, two, all right. One, two, three, four, all right. One, two, three, four.
May I have your attention, please? Worship will be starting in one minute. Please take this opportunity to prepare your hearts for worship and to be seated. And don't forget to put your cell phones on silent.
say this, that God has been good to us. And the world wants us to think that he doesn't even exist. But we as truly his children, we've got to defend this gospel every single day. And we need to, as we were studying this morning, Jesus wants to know, do, do we truly love him? Do we love him? Do we love him enough to come study with him, to, to defend this gospel for him? Do we love him enough to, to die for him? That's what he wants to know from us. Do we truly truly love him. Psalms 37. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him. He will help you. He will make your innocence radiate, your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. But still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed. 
But those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. Soon the wicked will disappear. Though you look for them, they will be gone. The lowly will, will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. That is the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. And now I have opening prayer.
the storms went through, he kept each and every one of us. He didn't allow any hurt, harm, or danger to come to you or anybody connected to you. So if you can't come in here today to praise him, I, I don't, I will never let the sun go down and me not praise the Lord the way he told me to praise him. He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. I guess I'm the only one got something to thank God for today. Because see, he didn't have to let me live, but he did. He didn't have to let me walk in here, but he did. He didn't have to let you get up off your seat bed, but he did. See, the Titans ain't even playing today, so I know y'all ain't heard of see no football game. That ain't the situation. But I rise this morning giving all honor to the Lord and Savior of my life. for offering this morning be coming out of Psalms chapter 41 oh God Psalms for offering this morning Psalms chapter 41 That's Psalms chapter 41. I'll be starting at verse number one. If you've got to say amen, let me need some more time to say, hold on. It's all about him today. Glory to God. And it reads as follows Blessed is he that considered the poor, the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth, and thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou will make all his bed in his sickness. I read for you here this morning, Psalms 41, verses 1 through 3. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. 
that was the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, amen. Father God, we come as um as we know how before your throne of grace and mercy. Thank you, Father God, for allowing each and every one of us to see this your brand new day, Father God. So first, Father God, we ask that you forgive us for those things that we have done knowingly and unknowingly that have brought reproach against your will and against your way. Lord, we come in here today to praise you. We come in here today to lift you up on high, Father God. It's all about you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you breathe your breath of life into our lifeless bodies. And you said, rise up, my children. Thank you, Father God. You didn't have to do it, but you did. For that we say thank you, Father God. So today we're not going to hold back anything or give you anything begrudgingly today. We come up today lifting holy arms and holy hands to you, Father God. But Lord, I pray that we open up our hearts to you, Father God, on today. We're giving to you today. You've given us so much we didn't even deserve, Father God. So we come to praise you on today, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But Lord, I pray that you take these tithes and these offerings, Father God, and you use them how you see fit to continue to build your kingdom right here at 1613 West Main Street. And Lord, we're not talking about just the monetary gifts that may or may not be in the, the trays, Lord Jesus. Those things that you have put within us to glorify and edify you. Use them, Father God, for your glory. We thank you, Father God. We love you, Lord Jesus. There are, we will put no other God before you. It is in the mighty name of Jesus. I do pray and ask it all. Amen. Amen. For those of you that are in the building, if you weren't able to put your tithes in before service starts, you can do so at any given time or at the end of service. For those of you that are watching us online and you want to pour into this household of faith, you can do so by paying by PayPal or Cash App. You can either send it or mail it here to the church, 1613 West Main Street, Franklin, Tennessee, 37064. We thank God for your giving. Amen.
leaning in your direction. Oh, I, I just just asked a few people. Somebody said he's leaning in your direction. I saw him lean like that. But see, if he's leaning in my direction, it's kind of like this. See, because I don't know where I'm going sometimes. Sometimes I'm backing up. Sometimes I'm going forward. Sometimes I'm going to the right. Sometimes I'm going to the left. So I just know that God props me up on every leading side. Oh, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Is God propping you up? Where you leaning? You don't know sometimes where you going. Sometimes I want to do right, but evil is always present. you all that in a bag of chips you know you can get ugly once in a time in your life you know you've been leaning here and there you know that if we're not for the Lord on your side
we serve a mighty God. I heard her say that into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Now I probably will wind up on TikTok today. Oh, some of you can't wait till you tweet it out. Pastor was dancing in the pulpit. I got the spirit of David on me. David danced. I was dancing for the Jesus that I love. Who am you doing last night at the club? Hallelujah. All right, let me do the benediction. I'm in no hurry. Are y'all in a hurry? Did y'all come to worship the Lord today? Did you come to celebrate him, to lift him up? If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto did, did y'all come to praise him? Has church started? Did I miss something? He said, in his gate with thanksgiving, his course with praise. I must have missed something. Church has started. Then where are all the hallelujah people at? Where the real worshipers at? I get some more mic. Got my voice strained. Can y'all hear me? I'm sorry. I'm 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 a little bit. I can't, I can't hardly hear myself. Y'all pray with me, Amen. Father God, we come at this hour, thanking you for all that you do and for all that you do because we do not deserve it. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Now, Father, we have come assemble ourselves here because we are desirous of receiving your word. Your servant confesses before all your people, your sheep, that I can do nothing without you. But with you, I can do all things. So consume me by your spirit, Lord God. Hide me behind your cross and lay me at your feet. I pray, Father, for your will to be done. 
not my will. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Come and go with me to the fourth chapter of Matthew. As I deal with the scriptures that we addressed last week, I'll read all the way down to the second temptation. Mike. I'll start again at verse 1. Matthew, the fourth chapter, verse 1. If you're there, say amen. Reading from the New Living Translation, it reads, <clears throat> Then was Jesus led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and for forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. And the devil took him to a holy city, Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of God jump off for the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scripture says, you must not test the Lord your God. I'll stop right there. You may be seated. On last week, we started a conversation in the general topic of the mighty temptation. I'm not referring to that group. Most of you probably thought about that, the temptations. But I'm talking about the temptations that all of us are presented with. As a matter of fact, the temptations, you will find them in 1 John. And I'd like to start reading at the second chapter, the 15th verse. 1 John 2.15, it says, Do not... Love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is passing away, and also its lust. But the one who does the will of God lives forever. And last week we talked about that one of the temptations, or well, first of all, let me say that we spoke to you to let you know that Jesus didn't ask of you anything 
that he did not do. Jesus was confronted by these three temptations and any temptation that you could be as well. And he passed the test. We are in an exam at this moment. We are taking the test of life to illustrate whether or not we shall pass. And there's news that I need to share with you. You will never pass the test on your own knowledge. If you have not the blood of Jesus, you have an F from the beginning, the end, and even the middle. You cannot pass the test alone. So Jesus illustrated, notice as I said last week, he was preparing himself for this time, and, and what he did was unusual. He fasted 40 days and for 40 nights. And the scripture says, and he was very hungry. When we get hungry, what do we do? And if we ain't hungry, what do we do? We like to eat. I like to eat. I don't know about y'all. I like to eat. Some people refer to their occasion to eat as I'm just eating comfort food. But the word of God has said you can't live by If you don't have any word in there, see, this is why Jesus was preparing. He was fasting because he wanted his total dependency to be on the presence and the spirit of God. I don't know if any of you have ever fasted, but if you fast, I assure you that that desire, that hungry desire, God will remove it from you. Because your mind will be so focused on what it is that God is telling you to do that you won't realize you have not eaten in whatever days it may be. If you have not fasted, let me encourage you that the more you get to the point where you can fast, the more you will have a relationship with God that is none like no other. So the first temptation, he deals with the lust of the flesh. And Jesus said, I have come only to do the will of my father. And what my father tells me to do, that I will do. So then the challenge before us is that if we're going to make it through this life, we have to get on the same channel and play the television on that tube of that channel that allows you to be on the same wavelength that God is. I know we say this quite frequently, often, and you probably ignore it quite frequently and often. Brother Jackson gets up here and he talks about life learning lessons. He talks about 
Bible study and Sunday, the Sunday worship, etc. And I know that you can get your word if people are giving that word. There's a reason why you are here. There's a reason why I'm here. And I realize that God gives us pastors after his own heart. God knows my heart. God knows your heart. And he knows your hard-headedness. Y'all didn't like that, did you? Let, let me say it again. God knows your hard-headedness. And what it's going to take to continue to move us in a closer direction to him. Jesus didn't have to go anywhere. Because he was already, he came down from heaven to earth in the same like spirit that descended upon him like a dove. Jesus operated under the influence. Did y'all know that? Y'all didn't know that he was a consumer. Did he? he was under the influence. How many of y'all are under the influence? If they stop you, if the police stop you out there, is he, what is he going to register on the alcoholic thing? Full of the Holy Ghost. I like that. That means you, you, your spirit will be holy, meek, and mild. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of us that ought to be driving drunk. Can I get a witness? Did y'all hear that? It's a lot of us that ought to be driving drunk. And then, but let me tell you what your excuse will be. I, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but, but I got to tell you anyway. When, you, when the cop pulled you over, he said, I ain't driving. So, y'all didn't get that. The father's driving. And when they ask you, where's he at? That's when you give a dissertation about Thus says the Lord. <laughs> See, ain't, ain't nobody can do you like Jesus. But I digress. But let me tell you that you are in control of your desire.
devil took him to the holy city Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of God jump off for the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot. Let me let me let me pause right there for a moment. If you're going through anything, how many of you put yourself there? By the choices. Listen, I got high blood pressure because I kept eating all that pork. Kept eating all that stuff I shouldn't have been eating. And the only way for me to improve my condition would be to change my desire. Because if I keep doing what I've always done, I will always get what I already had. So if, if, if the tempter goes to Jesus and he says, listen, throw yourself. How does he say it? He says it to you. Well, you can have that pork. But the doctor told me I got had blood pressure. Oh, come on. You ain't got no problem. Them pork chops are good. And you know they be smelling good, don't they? I, the worst cook, when you, you, when you were resisting anything, going to be the best cook. Y'all, you know, we get pig feet. Come on, y'all. Don't be like, like y'all ain't eat no pig feet in here. Shitlings. Fried, sliced, and died. Oxtail. Come on now, y'all 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 gonna go home probably something that's already in the pot. Go you go right in here, you try to impress me. I don't eat that stuff. What what am I saying? Is that Jesus, here was the devil tempting him to do something that actually put God to a test. Are you testing God? Test not the Lord thy God. God should not be tested. But here's the challenge I, I would ask you. Are you testing God? Have you wound up in some things happen because God allows it. Some things God will use, all things for the glory of his kingdom. But what if I said to you sometimes the knowing God, the omniscient God, the almighty God knows what you're going to do and he just goes back and says I wouldn't do that if y'all, if I were y'all. And he allows you to do it because you fail to control your desire. 
I got to have that cup of coffee. Got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. How many drink coffee in this house? Oh, come on now. We got more coffee drinkers than that. How many of you smoke cigarettes? I got to have me a seed. How many of y'all like milk? Uh, I got some milk drink, a couple of milk drinkers in the house. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Why, why? I'm telling you that in reality, depending on how you use a thing, a thing can use you. If you're not careful, you might find yourself doing the will of the devil instead of the will of the Lord. Why would you say that, Pastor? Because you know what Satan did? He quoted scripture. He gave him the word. But he was given the word to the word. He was the authority on the word. Now, the reason that we get tripped up is because we don't know sometimes the word. And so the enemy causes us to apply it inefficiently. We wouldn't think about that we were testing God if we threw ourselves down to show that he could show that he will protect us. Matter of fact, we're helping people to understand. But the truth of the matter, we're testing God. Listen to, listen to what the enemy said to Jesus. He says, if, if you be the son of God. Now, how do you interpret that? If you be the son of God. Do you think that Satan didn't know that Jesus was the son of God? So in reality, what he was saying is this. Since you are the son of God, then I, I dare you to throw yourself down and see where the Lord take care of you. It was a test for God because in reality, he wanted Jesus to lay aside his unwillingness to use his divine power And he said, if you use your divine power, then you have violated what God has set forth. And here's a question. If you are in control of your desire, how many times have we violated what God has set before us or allowed to be set for before us? And if we don't know the word, then we won't dance like David danced. But we hide because we ain't worried about anybody at the club because if at the club, they had to be doing the same dance you were. Can I get a witness? So if you can control your desires, then you want to be more like Jesus. And if you're more like Jesus, we are in a season that you ought to realize what really is the season. Because if you're 
controlling your desires, then you need to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. And so therefore, when you get up in the morning, Christmas morning, that's the 25th, isn't it? Am I right about the date? That was the day that Jesus was born, right? It wasn't the day that Jesus was born. Nobody knows the day that Jesus was born. That's the difference between you studying the word and people using scripture to produce what they want it to produce. Someone found the scripture about Jesus Christ and said, hey, let's have a birthday celebration. But what they were doing is making it a merchandise thing because what do they tell you to do? Get some presents. Am I right about it? They, all you hear... Answer the phone. Go ahead. <laughs> All they want you to do is make sure that you get gifts. And why do they justify it? Because they go to the scripture. Come here, Satan. They go to the scripture and they said the wise men brought gifts unto Jesus. But you ain't Jesus. So then, why am I saying this? Because a lot of people get depressed during this time of year. They want to commit suicide during this time of year. They want to give up on their life. But the reality is we need to appreciate that what we have is more than we deserve. So when you get up on Christmas morning and you go and you look around the tree. I wish I had time. I'm about ready to sit down. <laughs> you look around the tree. Don't shake the presents. Why you, why you shake the presents? You try to find out what's... <laughs> uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. So you shake the presents because you're trying to find what's in it. Does it meet your desire? But I suggest to you, you control your desire. Jesus controlled his desire. And his desire was to do the will of his father. How many in the house want to do the will of the father? Well, the word of God tells you, greater is he that is in, than he that is in the so all of you must yield to being under the influence. If you're not drunk on the Holy Spirit every moment that you get up, that's why you need to continue to pray and pray continuously. That Lord, here I am. I'm just as I am. I'm messed up. And Lord, if you don't, if you, if you don't take charge... I'm going to do some more messing up. Can I get a witness? How many of you want to say that you have the opportunity with these temptations, the flesh of, the, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, every day you get up, the enemy is presenting you with options. Am I right? 
and the choice that you make will affect your life. So when you get up and you go around the Christmas tree, now y'all don't do this. I know I'm talking to, I just wanted to equip you so that you can talk to the people that do shake them presents. Y'all don't do this stuff. But they shake the presents to see what's in it. But, but let me tell you, you got a present. Can I get a witness in here? How many of you know that you, what's in the present? How many of you don't have to shake the box? Matter of fact, you won't even try to put it in a box. You don't try to wrap your present, do you? You just leave your present open so that you can see it always and that everybody else can see it as well. Because you can control your desire. Why can you control your desire? Because you're under the influence. Now listen. I said before, if he tempts Jesus, he's certainly going to tip you. But you know what? Jesus said something of significant. He said, it is written. How many in this house can tell devil it is written? How many of you can pull your Bible out and say, it is written. And you can go to it even or somewhere, at least know how to look it up maybe. And, and so that you can, you may not remember it or quote it and everything, but you can look it up. And you say, oh, matter of fact, you watch out, you might stumble over some other scripture. Y'all didn't get that, did you? Yeah. You, why are you looking for the scripture? You looking for it? I didn't know that was in there. You mean God loved me so much that he gave Jesus Christ his only begotten son? And all I have to do is believe and what I believe in my heart, if I confess that with my mouth, I shall be saved? Man, I didn't know that was in there. I overlooked that. My desire is to do the right thing. But if you're real, I'm going to be real with you. I have a desire to want to do the right thing. But evil is always present. Now this is where I'm going to start getting your business. I'm going to park the kickstand down. Watch out for your friends. Watch out for some of them people that come out. Oh, I just love you so much. They smile in your face. Can I get a witness? But they backstabbers, aren't they? They'll stab you in your back. But you got to love them anyway, don't you? Because, listen, Jesus tells you you ought to forgive your... You ought to forgive your friend too, shouldn't you? How many times? Somebody says seven times seventy. Well, here's the reality of it. How many times has Jesus forgiven you? You want him to stop at seven times seventy? That means you don't wore it out already. 
a long time ago you were <laughs> you needed him to stop counting but here's by the grace of God he was wounded for your transgression he's been bruised for your iniquity and you know if you got peace because I, I talked to someone that had peace Lord have mercy we're talking about peace that surpasses all your understanding it don't make no sense why when the doctor give you bad news you look at him and smile and you tell him but you ain't the real doctor <laughs> I got Dr. J I don't mean they want to play basketball but I'm talking about Dr. Jesus you know Mary's baby the lily of the valley the bright and the morning star the wheel in the middle of the wheel the alpha and omega the beginning and the end the first and the last that set up from everlasting to everlasting you know Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Nisi Jehovah Tiskini Jehovah the great I am you know what I'm talking about I was in the sick room just the other day but he raised me from my sick bed he is a healer I can give you a witness in here that God is moving on your behalf and you've been under the influence longer than you know. God's been watching out for you because he's helping you to control your desires. Some of you know that if it had not been for the Lord, you'd have messed up yesterday. You'd have messed up today. You'd have messed up in the last five minutes. And you know you're messing up when you're thinking about, I'll be glad when he sat down. Oh, <laughs> uh, you didn't know I was a mind reader, did you? Oh! <laughs> hey! <laughs> you control your desire. Jesus was tempted with three temptations that every man must face. Again, he didn't fail the test. And the good news is that he didn't fail the test because it made it possible for you to get entry. He gave you a copy of the test so you could pass it. They call it 66 books. But the real test is not just knowing the 66 books but it's applying the blood to it. You can talk about scripture all day long, but until you live it, until it becomes breathing word unto you, until you are able to say, this is the spirit that I walk with in, you're in for a surprise. God has given you strength. And in this season, it depresses me because of all the depression that goes around. And I'm here to say to you that you are a vessel that God is looking to use for the glory of the kingdom. When you find people in need during this time, help them to get some of your joy. He made you a blessing to be a blessing control your desire.
you by. Jesus said, I, I gave my life for you. I, I defeated death. I rose again so that you can have eternal life. But it is a choice that you have to make. He's not going to force it on you, but it is your choice to make. It is his desire that not one not one should not make it into heaven. That is Jesus' desire for all of us. That he said, I, I go away and I prepare a place for you. And that wherever I am, that ye shall be also. But that is your choice to make. Don't let it pass. Don't let it pass you by. Even if you lost your way, Jesus said, I'm married to the backslider. He, He's welcoming you back home again. That is real, y'all. Don't let it pass you by. Not this day or, or no day. Why don't you come today? Just as you are. Why don't you come?
that whatever you need, whatever you need, God's got it. God bless you. I love you. God bless you. Control your desire. Amen. Control your desire. Whew. This is a blessed day in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Our announcements for today. This is the month of December. So we want to say happy birthday to everybody with a birthday this month. Amen. Get that right. God is truly in the blessing business. He saw fit not to just give you a day of life, but he has blessed you with yet another year. That is truly something to give God the glory for. Amen. Amen. All right. And I got a bunch of stuff I got to cover for you guys. Okay. Whew. We have youth choir rehearsal on December the 14th and the 21st at 6 o'clock p.m. Let me say that again. Youth Choir Rehearsal, December the 14th and the 21st at 6 o'clock p.m. We are getting prepared for our Manna from on High and Matthew 25 Food Ministries, on, which will take place on December the 16th at 9 o'clock a.m. In preparation for that, if you are free and available Friday, please come and assist us with getting those boxes put together. Amen. Amen. We are having a business meeting on the 29th of December at 11.30 a.m. Please put that on your calendar, December the 29th, 11.30 is the business meeting. Don't catch me in the hallway. What did you say about the business meeting? Don't ask me on Monday. The business meeting, put it on your, take out your, if you need to take out your phone to pull out your calendar, take out your phone and put it on your calendar. That way you can prepare for that and you're well aware of when we are having that business meeting. Amen? Amen. Now, y'all know I like to crow for my kids, okay? At this moment in time, I'd like to say congratulations to Miss Anicia Fleming on graduating from Tennessee State University on yesterday. That he allowed her to get that completed. It was in political science and liberal arts. God is a keeper. God is a keeper. If you get a chance to have a conversation with God is a keeper, just, you know, God is a keeper. For y'all young folks, let me go ahead and tell you right now, tap into the resources that are sitting right here with you. You got some questions. Girl, how'd you do that? How'd he keep you? How'd you get? Ask. I promise you, she don't have a problem with sharing with you and giving you some insight. We have to tap into what God has right here at this house. Sometimes you want you a closed mouth won't get fed. Ask the questions. I promise you, people will not ask. You have not because you ask not and you ask amiss, not believing you can receive what you need. Amen. Amen. Now, we also want to make sure we pray for those that are sick and shut in. Anyone that you know of that is ailing, bereavement, uh, going through anything, please let us know. When we get on the prayer call on Saturday, we make sure we lift those individuals up in prayer. Um, so if we don't know, we can't lift them up in prayer. Amen? 
Uh, we ask that you pray for the bereaved families, the Leach and the Odie family. Um, in this holiday season, as their mind runs back to their loved one, we pray that God's strength be with them as they go through the holiday season. That's just every day, I'll be honest with you. Um, it's not just the holidays, it's every day. So we pray God's strength be with them and for them. Now, we are having our gala in the back. This is how this is going to transpire. Let me go ahead and tell y'all this. Thank you, because I got to make sure I don't mess this up myself. <laughs> I got instructions. We are asking that when the church is dismissed, the first ones in the back are our seniors and those who need assistance with getting to the back and get it, getting seated. Once they have been seated and they are in place, we will dismiss the next set of people. The next set is going to be those who are um, before 45, after, after 45 and before, you know what I mean. Oh, I ain't trying to call on no sick of ages. But we're trying to make sure we accommodate everybody getting seated. It's not going to be going in the hallway, waiting in the hallway. We're going to stay here in the sanctuary. And as they are ready, we're going to dismiss in groups. So those individuals have a chance to get seated and get situated, okay? The last group of people are going to be the youngest one on the block. Say that again. Thank you. There we go. That right there. We want to make sure that everyone else is seated because the young folks have their own little special seating spot uh, on that. But we thank God for your patience as they get us ready for all of those things. Um, and just bear with us and them as they get prepared. Amen? Amen. This is a great day in the Lord. I, I, I'm, whew, I'm full. Y'all have a blessed day. Amen? Y'all notice that she didn't call the pastor's name. Or the first lady did. Didn't tell where we're going to line up, are we? That's because the scripture says, he that first shall be last. And he that the last shall be first. So y'all put me at the end of the line, I'm going to be first. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have need to do this uh, to help you. It, we got some smart people in this place. Raise your hand. All the smart people, raise their hand. Okay. Tell me what does RSVP stand for? What's that acronym mean? Come on. What now? What, say it again. Now y'all like y'all got me. Reserve your reserve your spot. RSVP, not RYVP. So what is, anybody here going to tell me what RSVP stands for? I mean, y'all been using it all your life, am I right? There's a reason why I bring that up. It's because the word of God has been the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's been in your life, all your life. But until you make it a part of your life. It'll be the same as if though you didn't RSVP. Make an RSVP with the word of God. Amen. Let us pray about this food that we are about to receive. Is that all right, Joyce? Is that, am I doing okay? Is it there? Just okay, God. Let us pray. Father, we 
thank you for this day. We thank you for the camaraderie and the fellowship that we have experienced and are about to experience. And Father God, you took two fish and five loaves of bread and you made it feed a multitude. So Lord God, whatever we have, I know that is more than enough. So I encourage each and every person to stay and receive what God has given. I ask you to bless those who prepared this food, the work that they have put into it. We ask, Lord God, that you will bless the food for the nourishment of our body and to bless those who will partake of it. And that we will use the energies that we gain from it to glorify you. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and ask it all. Amen, amen, and amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. said in one voice Amen and Amen You heard the line get in line and go consume 